0: Sorry about that. Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining us once again on Talking Five for the Friday night panel. We've got a few people uh, having some technical difficulties right now, but they'll be joining me quite shortly. In the meantime, I wanted to bring your attention to a great little article out of uh, ESPN who asked the big questions uh, with respect to uh, predictions in the boxing world of their uh, writers. And some of the writers came back with some pretty bold predictions. Terence Crawford will finally have a showdown with Errol Spence, Jr. Is their first bold prediction, you know, and I don't think that comes as a surprise to any one of us. Uh, number two on their uh, prediction list, though, is Jake Paul fights twice and wins both matchups again. In another article, they had him going up against uh, Chavez, Jr. So it'd be interesting to see who they think uh, Paul will be lined up against, hopefully a real boxer, uh, not an MMA fighter. Um none of boxing four princes fight each other is that uh, is their headline and they're talking about uh Javante davis ryan garcia Devin haney and Tifimo lopez uh lopez lost his crown after loss to george gamposis okay. garcia stepped away from the sport to deal with his mental health then had an injury pushed him out about with joseph jojo diaz meanwhile davis stock continues on climbing so Surely they can conclude any combination of those fights will create enough buzz to sell tickets for one fight and a rematch that doesn't seem to be on the horizon. Instead, the princes will all remain in their respective kingdoms. Really stinks, doesn't it? A year of super fights leads to women's boxing, gaining more attention than ever before. We've said this many times on Talk and Fight and uh, finally, it's getting some serious acknowledgement from the major press. ESPN says, in some ways, this has to be a year that pushes women's boxing forward. A lot of top fighters have started to gain more popularity, led by Amanda Serrano, Clarissa Shields, Katie Taylor, and Michaela Mayer, and there have been a lot of incremental steps towards women's boxing getting more attention. Mayer's win over Mava Hamadouch was one of the better fights of the year, men's or women's, and Alicia Baumgartner's vicious knockout of Terry Harper caught attention, as did Serrano's pummeling of Miriam Gutierrez. Chantel Cameron and Callie Rias will fight for the undisputed junior welterweight crown at some point this year. And if all goes to plan, Shields and Savannah Mar- Marshall will do their same at middleweight in the first half of two thousand and twenty-two as well. A chance for Shields to venture only loss as a boxer in the amateurs or pros. And then there's the big one, Taylor versus Serrano, which feels inevitable at this point to happen. So they're, they're looking for big things to happen as we are in women's boxing. Uh, one of their bold predictions is there will be no Alexander Usyk Anthony Joshua rematch, although I think uh, Eddie Hearn has a different opinion. Uh, if you want just take a look at uh, this, I'm not going to read this entire article, but basically in a nutshell, Joshua's best chance to remain, and by the way, he's over in the US looking for a new trainer, right? Joshua's best chance to remain a financial star in the United Kingdom and beyond is to stay away from Yusik, who showed that small and precise fighters can outbox Joshua very well. In fact, Joshua's best bet is to let Fury who Who is promoted by Bob Arum? Deal with Usyk. If Fury handles Usyk, it could reopen the window for that lucrative Fury Joshua fight that fell apart in 2021, and that means that Joshua Usyk two probably won't happen. Hmm. Bold prediction: Women's boxing finally goes to three-minute rounds for championship-level fights goes on to say that basically everyone agrees that this should happen. The two big satellite commissions, Nevada and California, were open to it. And many of the top fighters, including Michaela Mayer and Closer Shields, have expressed an interest in it. The other Alphabet organizations have all said they'd be okay with it, as have the promoters, including top rank. So if it makes sense uh, not, to, not to mention the momentum going forward to women's boxing, and in the first half of the year, there might be some big changes with respect to introducing a three-minute round for the women at the championship level. Finally, Devin Haney, one of the fellows who's been on our Talking Fight show several times, becomes the undisputed lightweight champion. Yes, uh, that of course means he'll have to go fight Kombosis, who's indicated his willingness to fight any of the other big names in the lightweight division, preferably in Australia, where he is from, and it should draw very well. Haney, meanwhile, has not enamored uh, large swaths of fans to him during his run. He's a plenty of flash inside the ring, but doesn't carry a ton of power. And outside of being wobbled late by George Leonard in May 2021, hasn't been involved in a ton of compelling fights. Finally, Noe Inui ends 2022 as the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world. There's a heck of a bold prediction. In June, I know he said he wanted to wait out the then-expected fight between Anita Dinera and John uh, Casimero. That fight sadly never happened, so instead, perhaps Anui sees an opening and takes them out one by one. If he manage to do that in the calendar year 2022, he'll have a good case as any fighter to the top spot in the pound-for-pound list. He also fought and beat Dinera before, and Dinera is one of only three fighters to go the distance with Anuhi. If there were, to, if they were to fight again, and Anuhi were to knock Dinera out. That would be another point in favor of being the pound-for-pound pound, number one. He knew he has the talent to get there. It's just a question of this is year for the 28-year-old or not. Woo-wee. Let's see if I have any people online with me. No, I don't. So I can continue here. Imantis Staniones has the best 21 of any welterweight. I think that should say 22 of any weight welterweight. Finally, the welterweight division is getting interesting again in 2021. Eudinas Yugas sent many Pacquiao packing into retirement. They freed up the more interesting quarter of the 147 pound championships. Because Crawford and Spence Jr. hold through the four welterweight bouts, Yugas holds the most accessible title in the division, enter Seniones. The undefeated Lithuanian has quietly crept through the weight class in recent years. Since the WA has Seniones ranked number one, he gets a crack at Yuga's WBA belt. It was set up Seniones for a big 22 if he could win that bout. It would cement his status as a welterweight champion and position him for a potential showdown against Spence, the unified champion who also fights under the Premier boxing champion's umbrella. Hello there, Mike. How're you going? Going very What's well, thank you. I've just been, reading right? some interesting, yes. just been reading some interesting bold predictions courtesy of our friends over at ESPN, yes. uh, including their bold prediction that women's boxing is going to increase... In stature, and, uh, and they look forward to the introduction of three-minute rounds. Yo,
1: honestly, so, I, it's, it's, we, about
0: we, we, it's about time. Yeah, well, yeah, we we have discussed it at great length, and it's great to see that it's getting the coverage that it deserves at the major level, shall we say? Uh, with ESPN, I would argue being one of the top sports reporters, if you will, in the yeah. world. Yeah. All right, Mike, what do you got for us?
1: Oh, we we got an event. We got on event to tonight that is on the well, it's it's on TV in in the states, uh, USA Showtime, the the Nunez guard or Nunez guard is on tonight. Uh, Nunez right. versus Arieta, uh, that's the one that I've been profiling all week with a bunch of these uh, young, coming and undefeated boxers are on this one. Um, honestly, yep. Elvis Figueroa, we 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 talked about him last night. Uh, Sterling Costello. Edwin de los santos these are big names to watch on this card tonight guys it's going to be a great event that starts 10 pm uh 10 p.m eastern t- eastern time uh, you can catch if you have the right streaming platforms <laughs> you can catch that uh catch those prelims that are starting any minute now actually so uh yeah there's not too much going on in the world of boxing as this evening that's uh that's televised or us or you Know we'll be able to watch, but uh, this, this card is going to be good from the Florida Athletic Commission. Uh, you know, uh, Kara Orlando, Orlando, Florida, USA. Uh, this is the card tonight. A uh, lot of a lot of a lot of no names on this card, uh, a lot of up and up and comers, and honestly, some some veterans, some uh, some some journeymen, if you will call it, who are going to test these uh, these right. young yeah. kids who are on this card. But uh, yeah, if you guys can find the action to watch, uh, I suggest you get on it. Man, because it's definitely going to be a big, big card tonight to watch. But uh, other than other than that, there's not too, too much really going on in the boxing for uh, for fights. Uh, you know, everything else is really happening next weekend. <laughs> so, um, yeah,
0: yeah, we yeah, really, really started fun. to see some uh, some big announcements of late, uh, as early as today. Um, wbo light heavyweight world champ joe smith jr will make his first title defense against an unlikely contender british puncher callum johnson tested positive for COVID, so smith will now face steve griffard on january 15th so i guess that's next week at the turning stone resort and casino uh so anyway so that, that's some interesting news that came out today um did did you see the big news that came out of matchroom let me, let me read you the headline. Matchroom Boxing, seven massive fight nights in America and the UK to kick off a huge year on zone. Starting off with Vargas versus Smith on February 5th. Jacobs versus Ryder, February 12th. Akoli versus Celiac on February 27th. Estrada versus Chocolatito on uh, 5th of March. Uh, our friends over in Nottingham are going to appreciate this. Lee Wood versus Conlan, 12th of March over in Nottingham. Uh, Otis versus McKinson on 19th of March, Martinez versus Warrington 2 March 26th, and that's all on the uh, zone and courtesy of Matchroom. So they've got some big things lined up early in, the, in this year as well. So, uh, not to mention all the other fights that have been mentioned for February and going into March as well, it's going to be an amazing first quarter. Uh, and as I was mentioning in the opening article, courtesy of our friends at ESPN, there seems to be some sorting out among the light heavyweights and the welterweights. Uh, and, you know, it's gonna be a lot of movement. And we've we've discussed the heavyweights to death. So I just thought I'd mention some of these other divisions that are looking to embroil themselves in some heavy duty action this quarter.
1: These divisions, man, and I can't wait. I'm super excited. Yeah. Super excited for this. But, uh, yeah, guys, if you can tonight, uh, make sure you watch this card. Uh, I'm definitely going to be checking it out very, very shortly. Uh, I know the prelims are starting soon. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Nunez, Nunez, Arieta, and, uh, you know, Ali, Ali is on here, as well as uh, Israel Duffis. So, guys, if you can check Good out it. this card tonight, I suggest you get on it. Yes, 100%. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow there's also some boxing action, I believe, uh, that is also able to be viewed. Uh, just give me one sec. Uh, yes, the uh, <laughs> the WBA <laughs> feedable super welter title is up for grabs uh, on Argentina TYC Sports. If you can catch that, that's tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if you guys out there in boxing land have the ability to, but if you do, wink, wink, like I do, then uh, you're able to watch it <laughs> but uh yeah there's, there's not too many no names i know it is the first week here of of the year there's not been, you know too many headlines that uh that reading with these big names that we all know and love in the boxing world to uh to watch but there is a lot of great boxing to watch this weekend guys if uh if if you're okay with watching uh you know these these new prospects the guys that are going to be taking over the boxing world eventually in the next few years anyway so do what i do guys Love what I love and just watch these young guys just beat each other up, man. It's the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> sorry, sorry. Just
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, had that's
1: control easy. at this point. <laughs> oh yeah. But yes, there's not too much to report on. But yes, big headlines going on in boxing. Yeah. Well,
0: then let, let me let me then switch to the opinion side of our Friday night panel. Yeah. Uh, there's a match coming a match. up on February 5th, I believe. Uh, Thurman versus Barrios. Uh, you know, a lot of people have uh, kind of written off Thurman. Uh, and he's come back this yeah. week he said in, in social media hey man why are you writing me off i'm ready for this so thurman versus barrios is going to be a big tilt i believe that's february 5th um one of the one of the other uh, uh articles i was reading earlier today uh, piercing uh, the bleacher report that says, here's the, here's the headline, and I uh, and chime in anytime six boxing matchups we'd love to see in 2022. This is bleacher report, this is not talking fight. Okay, the very first one, you ready for this? Jake yes. Paul versus Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Yep. I mentioned it earlier, but uh, this, this is where I read it. And uh, it, it goes now. Now Chavez himself has not, by any stretch, been proving himself uh, in any great fights of late. So I'm not really sure why they're why they're picking this. Is you know something that they demand to see in 2022? Here's an well, interesting one. It's,
1: it's Tyson. He's he's supposed to face a real boxer. That's, that's yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And that we all want right. to see that. Because yeah, we, yeah, we all do. But here here's a good title: uh, Tyson Fury versus Francis Nnue. <laughs> uh I that's not right. Um, yeah.
1: But wasn't Tyson yeah, is this, this was guy's t- guy's t- t- Tyson training to fight Logan Paul right now?
0: <laughs> t- Tyson Tyson's uh Tyson's six foot nine, two hundred and seventy pounds. Uh Nainu is uh six foot four, two hundred and sixty pounds, and he's uh you know, out of his uh twelve wow, twelve of his sixteen wins have been by knockout. Yeah so uh you know that you know they're, they're calling on but you know i don't know if i'm pronouncing this right nanu n-g-a-n-g-a-n-n-o-u nagnu uh, whatever N-M-G-A-N-U. uh the big fight we're all looking forward to is number three here three of six katie taylor versus amanda serrano uh, yeah that's a big that's i for sure i'm looking forward to that one i'm looking forward to quite frankly i mentioned them earlier a lot of those uh, women fighters who are going toe-to-toe early in the year uh Number four out of six, Javante Davis versus Ryan Garcia. I know uh, I know. Ryan Garcia had some nasty things to say about uh, Pitbull, calling him a chihuahua today. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> they'd, they'd like to see Gervonta you know, Davis. I, I, I,
1: Isaac Pitbull Cruz, he's, he's a bit of a – he's, he's what, what do you call them? A, a head down, no-nonsense, full tilt forward, punching machine. The guy doesn't have an off switch. We've seen that from his last fight. <laughs> Uh, you know this kid, he, Garcia. You know what, Garcia, you're in for it. But if you get in the ring with him, you're going to get punished. It's going to hurt. You might knock, you, you you might knock Pitbull down. You might hit him. You might beat him up. But you know what, man, he is he is going to make you work your ass off to beat him. Uh, last time I see this guy, you know he doesn't he doesn't drop, man. He just keeps coming and keeps coming and keeps coming forward and keeps coming forward. Like the Energizer Bunny, man. It's, that I want to say that's 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 the one i want to see if it's going down and that fight is a possibility for this year i want that one to be in the beginning of the year that should be like right in the beginning like soon as soon as we can get it going i think it'd be a great fight to watch man uh pimple Cruz garcia yeah that'd be great I, i'm totally down for that one i know all the people out there in Fightland would too because it would make for an, a very exciting event
0: well then you'll love this one number five out of six Canelo alvarez versus david benavidez
1: yeah if, definitely. If, definitely if that
0: fight happens that would be a brilliant fight that, oh that's that a huge
1: be. one that's a huge one that's 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 money that's money maker of the year fight right there that's yep. that's gonna be a big money maker fight that's yep. huge I'd love that one
0: Benavidez, by the way, he has a record of 25-0 and 0 with 22 knockouts. So yeah. that would indeed be a really good fight to watch yeah. for sure.
1: Ben, ben, uh, we've been watching, you know, I've been watching Benavidez for a while. You know, yep. uh, I've, been, I've been talking about this guy since we started this whole talk fight thing, man. This this kid, man, it's, he puts together these amazing combinations and just lets his hands fly. And he's just got, you know, he's got these hands for days. And, and he's just he's so exciting to watch. And you know what? He hits like a truck, <laughs> so it makes for it makes for great boxing to watch. This kid, man, um, you know Canelo. Uh, I mean, Canelo's been ducking him. To be honest, like this fight could have happened already, but I think Canelo's, uh, you know, patiently waiting his time, man, to get to get in that ring because it's honestly a a big commitment if you're going to get in there with Benavides. That's for sure.
0: We uh, did the final article. Uh... On Bleacher Report with respect to fights they'd like to see starts off this way. It goes, remember Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. They were number one, number two on nearly every reputable pound-for-pound list and shared a weight class for several years, but somehow never managed to get a fight done until 2015 when they were 38 and 36 years old, respectively. And though it was still a worthwhile match between world-class foes, it occurred well past vintage. If we're not careful, it's going to happen again with Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. Yes. So these two unbeaten fighters from Nebraska and Texas respectively have shared championship status at welterweight every day for more than two and a half years, but they seem no nearer a duel on day 1,311 of their dual reigns. Crawford turned 34 in September, Spence will be 32 in March, and though both still occupy high-profile slots, Crawford third, Spence six sixth, the sell-by date will eventually arrive. So these guys at Bleach Report want to see Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford go toe-to-toe sooner than later.
1: <laughs> yes, man. These guys are they are getting up there, man. It's that age game thing again. People are ducking and dodging each other. You know, the politics get into the way. And, you know, we've had this fight that everybody wants to see with these two guys who are sitting atop, atop the world and not end up being challenged. So, yeah, you know what? Let's let's see it. Let's get it underway. It should happen. But with Crawford walking away from Abram the way he did, like, you know what's what's next when when will that happen how will it happen how much is going to how much is going to cost to get that fight underway that's those are all big big unanswered questions at the moment with uh with everything kind of up in the air the way it is
0: i think i think money talks bullshit walks and it does. Uh, yeah a lot, it does. i think a lot of these fights will happen uh sooner than later i mean Although we, we we kind of accuse the fighters of ducking and maybe some do like once they get a belt, hold on to that belt and like the feel of that belt and don't want to let that belt go, right. uh, you know, maybe that is true. But it, at this case, at this level, I'm starting to see um, a lot of shakeup and a lot of rivalries develop that need to get settled. The scores need to be settled. And, and that's what I'm seeing anyway. And I think that's going to happen in 2022.
1: Oh yes, yes, definitely. It's it's about time that these scores get settled and these grudges get uh, get underway. I can't wait, man. It should be uh, it should be a great year. Uh, you know what? It's, it's all going to start with tonight's boxing and the way that goes. It's gonna it's gonna set the tone. <laughs> tonight's boxing match will set my tone for the entire year. <laughs> so it better be good tonight, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yes yes honestly uh grudges are gonna get underway yeah definitely i'd like to see a lot of that stuff happen this is the year for that to happen this is the year that women are gonna put uh you know uh put get rid of that asterisk beside their name hopefully we get to see those three minute rounds sooner than later that's gonna be excellent i can't wait for all of this it's going to be uh it's, it's gearing up to be a great 2022 that's for sure
0: well certainly i mean 2021 2021 uh, saw the emergence of of some real real good fights in what we are calling women's boxing but mm. even the writers in boxing today acknowledge these fights were just as good as any men's boxing fight yes so you know sooner or later you're right mike they're going to take away that moniker of women's boxing it's just going to be a boxing match and who's going toe to toe tonight it really won't matter Uh, other than their names uh, uh, it won't matter what gender they are at that particular point Uh, realistically we're we're all looking forward to seeing these women emerge and there's so many of them now, Uh, you've mentioned a lot you've mentioned it, one every single Friday, well I think there was one Friday you had an interview where you couldn't but
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I do do try every Friday Uh, like Sandy Ryan guys remember, mark it down don't forget her um, I, want, I want to give. A, I wanted to talk. Um, talk a minute here. Uh, Andre Ward said that it sounded like a gunshot. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. but what? Uh, I'm talking about when F.A. Jogba blasted Brian Howard with a thundering right hand and knocked Howard cold back right. in April 10th in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, that was that was uh, I believe named uh, the knockout of the year eh? um, by the boxing community. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't win our boxing knockout of the year. It did not. Uh, ours was the uh, Rosado, Rosado knockout. But uh, FAA Jogba was up there in the running. And uh, you know, big shout out to that uh, that Nigerian boy, man. That's yes, it did sound like a gunshot, folks, and it was <laughs> thunderous right hand from hell. Um, yeah, sh- shout out to shout out to Ajogba for that uh, that accomplishment in his career. Now winning the knockout of the year. That's uh, that's a huge. A huge feat from, uh, from anything, man, to be respected by your peers and honoured with such a great award.
0: <laughs> yeah, without a doubt.
1: It, it, it's, not,
0: it's not like they have uh, an award for Left in the Hands of the Judges Award. Right
1: oh oh man Uh, uh, unless unless they did did, there's a bunch of fights that i can tell you who would win those
0: (laughs) well i think i i I think if i'm not mistaken we did discuss the opposite which is the worst (laughs) decisions of the year yeah yeah
1: you know (laughs) anyways you know what You what? you know i'm gonna have to do it i'm gonna have to do it we're gonna dedicate a week here to um should never have left it in the judges awards show (laughs) that's what we're gonna do we're gonna do a week of fights that that never should have been left in the judges hands it'll be vicious knockouts at the bell and it will probably be be full of horrible scorecard wins you know it's 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 one of those we're gonna do one of those weeks and we're gonna we're gonna and it. let all you guys out there know, I'll fight them when it's going to be happening. But yeah, we're definitely doing a, we're going to do a week like that, a week of guys who never should have left in the judge's hands.
0: <laughs> well, I, 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 you know, I remember uh, the champ bowl array having an episode on uh, Floyd Mayweather jr. And how his record actually should not have been a perfect record. Uh, in the champ's eyes, there were three decisions uh, that should have gone the other way and you know I, I could easily uh, go back and listen to that episode and find out the, the, the three the three fights that, that Big Ray was talking about but but there's a good example where uh, in in a, in, a, in a professional boxer's opinion um, you know he did not see it the same way the judges saw it and and nor did a lot of fans out there. So you know Floyd, Floyd mayweather is a good example out there in boxing world. Um, should he have a perfect record? He wouldn't, if the judges' call had gone the other way. Let's put it that way.
1: Honest, honestly, honestly um, I I remember back to uh, that fight against Zab Judah, that was going uh, all Sab Judas, all Judah's way up until the sixth round, until the low blow contest happened, and then uh, both sides of the ring decided to jump in and fight each other. So that's right, right? Uh, I I had I had. Uh, I had Zab Judah ahead on that fight, man, and and he looked like he was bringing it to the champ, Mister uh, Mister Goat. And honestly, I think if that fight didn't end up having you know having both sides of the ring jump in, I think that 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 victory would have been a lot different outcome. And I yeah. think Zab Judah great example would have, would have would have definitely definitely um dealt out the first loss to uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. That's what I believe.
0: So you got some research ahead of you, apparently, uh, unless you can. Do the kneel the deal thing and just call it off the top of your head and go. Here are five fights that should have gone the other way, had it not been for the judges making an incorrect decision. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but see, but see, I'm 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 giving it a lot of thought right now. There's those kind of fights, but then there's the fights where, for example, our my number five pick for knockout of the year, which was um, the amateur fight, uh, the the gold medal upset, uh, the Brazilian. And, um, oh, I can't, I can't, you know what? I can't even remember the guy's name now. Uh, uh, Kaz- 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 oh, sorry guys. I-, I can't remember now, but it was Souza, the Brazilian knocked this guy out at the last minute, man, in like the last round, <laughs> like the last second, the guy was winning the fight the whole way up. And then just at the last minute, he gets knocked out. The guy was winning the damn tournament, winning every match and, and left it in the judge's hands. And just didn't bring it all the way, man. And uh, yo, he got dealt. So unfortunately, he got knocked out at the bell, right at the buzzer. <laughs> that's called. That's called not leaving it. Like that's a guy who should not have left it in the judges' hands, man. He yeah. And and you know what? He should have kept his damn chin down, man. How you get knocked out after winning? You're winning your entire tournament. You're winning. You're about to get on the podium and stand there with your for your country with the gold. And you get knocked out of the bell, man. Like really, like that's an upset, and that's that's the kind of that's the kind of crap I'm talking about. We're I, we're gonna do a week of this shit.
0: I I remember that uh, actually, and and the other the other okay, I'm gonna call it a funny moment in the Olympics, although it wasn't a funny moment really, and I can't remember the guy's name either, but I believe he was an English boxer. And he won his, I think it was this, he was on his way to fighting for the gold. So I think he won like the quarterfinals or something like that. So, anyway, so he jumps up in the air and he's jumping up and down, and boom, what does he do? Sprains his ankle. <laughs>
1: Talk about what could possibly
0: go wrong. You know, you work for four years get to the Olympics, you get to the Olympics, you, you win your battle. <laughs> <laughs> you jump up and down for joy and break your or oh, sprain yeah, your ankle. Crazy. And crazy. Maybe our friend from uh, Nottingham can fill me in on that, that name. I'm pretty sure ah, Shout out to
1: Carl, by the way. I just noticed <laughs> that, uh, that he dropped it there. Hello from the land of Lennox Lewis. Oh, yes, yes. How are you doing, Carl? Uh, happy New Year to uh, you guys at uh, Last Bell. Thanks for tuning in. Well... You know what? Boxing's about to get underway, so that yep. means I'm going to get to work.
0: Yep. You know, uh, it's the first show of uh, the new year. Yes. Well, welcome 2022.
1: I'm uh, expecting big knockouts tonight.
0: <laughs> so am I, actually.
1: Yeah, no, honestly, I do, yeah, because we need them for Sunday for our knockout <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. Hey, are you doing a live show tomorrow night? Uh,
1: If we can find the right fight to watch, maybe.
0: All right. All right. I'll leave it yes. in a good hands. If
1: we are doing live guys, just be on the lookout for it. For all you ones that are subscribed out there in Talk and Fight Land. Uh yeah, just you'll see it come up and then set the reminder so you don't miss it. Uh, if we do the in live. I haven't uh, I haven't even put any thought into it yet, really. I was just thinking about my knockouts for tonight. And for my show for Sunday, which uh, you guys out there know about the knockout of the week award, you're not gonna wanna miss it. It's a brand new year, brand new knockouts, it's great, wonderful. Um yeah, I guess I guess that's it for the panel tonight.
0: Yeah, right on. No, no, nice Absolutely. short concise show. Yeah, uh, got got a lot of news information packed in there. Got uh got the cards announced and uh we're we're ready to rock for a good weekend.
1: Awesome. So, to all the talking fight fans, thanks for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the Friday night panel, starring me and Graham yet again. The two the two diehards, the two the two that are never going to leave. We're bringing you everything you need to know man up to the minute shit. We're bringing you all these wonderful knockouts, man. And we're doing this work so you guys don't have to. But thank you again for a wonderful year to all the fans. And if you're not a fan, yeah, man, knockoffite.com. Go and subscribe. Set up the reminders. Check us out, man. We're bringing you stuff daily. You heard it here. We'll see you next week. Same time, same panel, different topics.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Mike.